or what is the reason for possible podcasting podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all your question anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like spotify breaker google podcast all you need to do is anchor this cannot record your podcast and anchor does the rest anchor the one stop podcasting platform for you morning mitro welcome to another episode of history under your feet when one looks at the history of the freedom struggle in odisha one name that would stand out would be that of veer surendra sai who led a tribal revolt in sambalpur that nearly rattled the british surendra sai was born on the same date as netaji subhash chandra bose He hailed from the small village of Kinda and was a Rajput belonging to the Chauhan clan of Kinda Rajput. His father Dharm Singh was a descendant of Aniruddha Sai, the fourth Chauhan ruler of Sambalpur. When the Maharaja Sai passed away in 1827 AD, Surendra Sai presented his legitimate claim to the throne of Sambalpur as the Maharaja had no heir. The British however found Surendra too much of an independent thinker and they were looking for someone more pliable their first choice was the maharaja's widow mohana kumari the british had already occupied sambalpur in 1804 ad after their victory in the third anglo maratha war when odisha was one of the territories ceded to the marathas the british allowed mohana kumari to rule over the state this however led to a lot of resentment between her and other claims to the throne It did not help that Mohana Kumari herself was incapable making the people revolt against her. The British put down the rebellion, deposed Mohana Kumari and sent her to Katak in 1833 AD where she lived as a pensioner. The British then placed another puppet ruler Narayan Singh on the off- one of one of offspring on the throne. However, Narayan by then was already too old not capable of cha- handling the responsibilities of the state. and soon there was an outright challenge from other members of the rajpur kinda chauhan clan surendra was backed by his uncle balram singh on the grounds that being the direct descendants they had a legitimate claim over the throne the gone tribals in sambalpur too revolted against narayan singh who died in september 1849 with no male heir under the doctrine of lapse lord dalhousie annexed sambalpur and surendra sai revolted against the british He felt he had a legitimate claim to the throne however the british were wary of his popularity and strong personality aware that he would not be the puppet ruler they wanted him to be the british did their best to keep him away from the throne and thus began an intense and epic struggle against the british that in fact had its genesis much earlier in 1827-18 since 1827 surendra backed by his uncle balram had repeatedly laid claim to the gadi of sambalpur as the legal heir apparent However, the British ignoring his claim, he decided to go down the path of total revolt, supported by his six brothers Udyanta, Uchala, Chapila, Jajala, and Medini, as as well as the local jamindars and countyars. 
When Narayan Singh's men killed the Kon Chavindar of Lakanpur, Palabhadra Deo, the furious Kons too supported Surendra in his revolt. Some of them murdered the unpopular Chavindar of Rampur, Durjaya Singh, a camp follower of Narayan Singh. Though Surendra had no role in it, the British, the British nevertheless implicated him in the case and he was arrested along with his uncle Balram and his brother Udyanta Sai. Sent to Hazarik Bagh jail in 1840 AD, Surendra spent as many as 17 years in prison till the 1857 revolt when the mutineers broke down the prison. His uncle who was his guiding force and mentor however died in the prison itself. In the meantime, the Jamindars of Sambalpur as well as the ordinary people were fed up with some of the oppressive measures taken by the British after they annexed the state. The British indiscriminately raised the revenue to be paid by the tribal Jamindars as well as the countyas. When the 1857 revolt broke out and Surinder Sai was liberated from prison, the tribal masses in Sambalpur gathered under him, and this marked the second phase in his long struggle against the British. With the 1857 revolt breaking out, Surendra was declared a fugitive by the British. They put a bounty of rupees 240 for his arrest as well as that of his brother Udyanta. He however had become a hero for the common people and returned to a Rosen reception at Sambalpur. Surendra made a petition to Captain Ati Lai, the senior assistant commissioner of Sambalpur to recognize him as the Raja of Sambalpur and remit his life imprisonment. However, the Odisha Commissioner Jeff Cockburn strongly opposed any kind of amnesties to Surendra Sai and recommended his deportation. The British brought in more troops and put Surendra under house arrest in Sambalpur. He, however, managed to give them the slip and escape to Kinda village where his brother Odiant was located. 31st October 1857 Meet Surendra Sahib began his rebellion against the British and soon many of the ordinary people, the tribal Zamindas, Kauntiyas, all joined hands with him. It was primarily a tribal revolt with the Jamindas of Kolabira, Laidia, Losinga, Lakampur, etc. sacrificing all their comforts and joining Meet Surendra Sahib in his guerrilla war against the British. Fighting in the thick jungles of Sambalpur, some of them lost their lives while some had their estates confiscated and some were arrested and hanged. The selfless spirit of sacrifice and heroism shown by the tribals was Surinder Sai's greatest source of strength and support. He organized the rebels into different groups and soon they began to cut off all the routes of communication used by the British to Hajaribagh, Ranchi and Katak. The top road to Bombay was black, blocked and the British by now had completely lost control over Sambalpur. He regularly harassed the British with his guerrilla attacks and it became difficult for them to venture into the thick forest. The soldiers were regularly ambushed and when Captain Lay under, undertook the operation, the rebels struck back hard, killing and wounding several of his 50 strong contingent. Cockburn dispatched more forces to Sambalpur and the government transferred Sambalpur from the Chotanagpur division to the Odisha division for more effective handling. With the Chotanagpur division commissioner having his hands full, it was felt that having it in Odisha would be better and by December 19, 1857, it became a part of the Katak division. Captain Wood arrived in the meantime from Nagpur with a large cavalry and made a surprise attack on the rebels at Kodopali on December 38, 1857. Though Surendra Sai managed to escape, he lost one of his brother Chabila Sai, as also about 50 rebels in the skirmish. Major Bates arrived in Sambalpur on January 7, 1858, to take charge of the situation and occupied the Jharkati Pass connecting Ranchi that was blocked by Udyan Sai. Bates destroyed the village of Kolabira, its county was arrested and hanged. 
Captain Woodbridge and Wood then launched another attack on the hill stronghold of the rebels, Bharskira, on February 12, 1858. However, the rebels managed to counter the British and Woodbridge was killed. His headless body was later found in the forest. With the situation in Sambalpur slipping out of control, the British sent Colonel Foster in March 1858 and gave him wide-ranging military and civil power. Foster cracked down hard, blocking the footstocks of the rebels. He convened a meeting of all the neighbors, uh, neighboring rajas and jamindars and demanded their cooperation in suppressing the revolt of B. Surinder Sai. Ujjal Sai, another brother of Surinder Sai, was captured and hanged without a trial in Bulangir. The Jamindas of Karsal and Geens who were sympathetic to Veer Surinder Sai were also captured and hangered. In spite of all the repressive measures and crackdown though, Foster still could not capture Surinder Sai. Major Impey was appointed as Deputy Commissioner of Sambalpur in April 1861 and believed a characteristic approach was better suited to end the revolt. He announced a policy of amnesty for all rebels who surrendered in September 1861 except Surinder Sai, his brother Udyant and son Mitrabhanu. He issued another proclamation in October 1861 promising free pardon to all the rebels who surrendered. Weary of the long conflict and seeking a normal peaceful life, many of the rebels surrendered to the British, leaving the jungles. Impey's conciliatory approach worked with many rebels now surrendering and the local people too more or less reconciled to the inevitable. The Jamindar of Kolabira, one of Surinder Sai's strongest supporters, received generous treatment after his surrender. And this made many rebels trust the government intentions. Mitrabhanu surrendered on January 7, 1862, and two days later, his two brothers Udyanta and Dhruva Sai too surrendered. Surinder Sai once again negotiated with the British for his claim to the throne of Sambalpur. They, however, rejected it, and Impey assured him a liberal pension in lieu of that. He then demanded payment of arrears to his soldiers, to which Impey agreed, and soon Surendra surrendered on May 16, 1862, bringing the long revolt to an end. It was, however, not the end of the story. Some of the British officers were not satisfied with the conciliatory moves towards the rebels and beat Surendra's side. British officers like Burial, the, super- the superintendent of police, felt that Surendra's side should have been charged with decoity and murder. Pressure was put on Deputy Commissioner for the arrest of Surinder Sai and when Major Impey passed away in December 1863, they saw it as a golden opportunity. Captain Kambalik joined as Deputy Commissioner Sambalpur on January 19, 1864 and soon Surinder Sai, his son and some close followers were arrested on January 23rd at the NAD village of Kinda. His brothers Udiant and Medini too were arrested and all of them were sent to Rajpur, Raipur for trial. After what was clearly a farcical and hasty trial, The commissioner announced Veer Surinder Sai and others guilty and sentenced them to deportation for life. Even though the then traditional commissioner John Scarlett Campbell called the trial a farce and the charges as baseless, Surendra along with six others was detained at Nagpur. Fearing that his presence at Sambalpur would provoke another mass uprising, the British kept him at Nagpur until April 1866 and thereafter to the fort of Asirgar. Medini passed away at Asaidya, Dhruva and Mitrabhanu were released on January 1876. Surendra, however, had to spend the rest of his life in prison and is believed he passed away there at an unknown date. One of the great revolutionary, a man who was a terror to the British in Sambalpur, passed away in anonymity in a remote prison. V. Surendra Sai was a true valiant warrior against British imperialism who fought against them till 1862. An inspiring leader of the tribals in Western Odisha, he spent 37 years in prison. 
His aim was to drive the British out of his deputy Sambalpur, and though he could not succeed in his goal, he inspired a generation of freedom fighters in Odisha and Jharkhand. A man who gave up the comfort suffered untold miseries for the cause of his people. Veer Surendra Sai was a true hero worthy of emulation. When the history of Odisha is written, the resistance led by Surendra Sai would forever be in letters of gold. Naman to another great hero of Indian history.